Hi there, I'm Paul Mitchell, leadership coach, author, and founder of The Human Enterprise. How are you doing? And it's not one of those like, how are you doing? It really is a how are you doing? Because I know a lot of you out there are doing it pretty tough. I've had people this week call me in very secure jobs, letting me know they're now out of work. I've had people being real and honest and letting me know they're running out of cash. I've had other people saying, look, all this thing about, isn't it wonderful to be home with the kids? They are in absolute chaos with homeschooling. So there's a lot of people facing major trauma, some facing what we might call minor trauma, but all of us are in this together. And it is a very, very different world for us. And that's why uh, we're creating this series of videos, five in all, uh, called leading in lockdown. We realize to an extent we're in lockdown, but we also realize there's things that you can do and things that you can do for your family, for your team and and for the community that are really going to help. And the first thing is to just uh, to to acknowledge the the feelings that you might be having. Um, And I believe there's a particular feeling that we're not talking enough about, which is very, very real for, if not all of us, then certainly a lot of us. And during these series of, uh, of videos, I'll be drawing on my work as a, uh, as a trauma counsellor with Hold Up Victims, um, on academic work in this area, and certainly on my own personal experience. And that personal experience is grief. Yes, we are grieving. It may not feel like grief. You may not um, have, have labelled as grief, but I really think we're grieving. And the good news, if there is some good news uh, about grieving, is we know so much more now about how to understand it and how to work through it. And in this first video, I want to talk about just that, understanding more about grief and how to work through it. So not everyone will be feeling this sense of grief, uh, not every time and not with the same degree of intensity, but it, it, but it is a, a, a sense of grief. There's two aspects of grief, what we would call normal grief, where there's been a loss, like you've lost your job and you can, you can move past that. But the grief we're feeling now um, is a little bit different. See, normal grief, okay, we've lost normalcy to an extent, we've lost our routines, but now we have what we call anticipatory grief. You are grieving for something that you, you don't really even know what's going to happen. I remember when um, my dad got Alzheimer's. Um, sure, we grieved when he finally died, but the grieving leading up to it was 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 even worse in a way because we just didn't know what was going to happen. He was this big guy, had fought in the jungles of New Guinea, strong, you know, had his identity around his 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 masculinity probably or certainly his, his muscle, and then he slowly just withered away. And to seem... Um, going like that was just, um, it was horrific. And and what was even, I guess, more horrific was just, sure, we know he was going to die, but we, we just didn't know what was going to happen along the way. And this anticipatory grief, I think, is something that we we are probably all feeling at the moment. So what do we, how do we move past this? What do we need in times of trauma, in times of grief? Well, many, many things. My uh, both academic experience and personal experience says there's three things I see again and again and again. And that's what we're going to come back to right throughout this series of leading in lockdown. And they are hope. We need a sense of hope, as we do always in life. We need a sense of certainty. And that certainty has been taken away from us. And we also need a sense of meaning. How the hell do you make meaning from this? 
So the first um, model or you like a way of thinking um, that I'd like to share with you is based on the work of Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Some of you may know that work. She was a, an expert on grieving. And what she found was grief just didn't go everywhere. After years and years of working in hospital situations, through bereavement, through grieving, she saw patterns, patterns of what tended to happen. And she saw five stages of grief. Now, these are not linear. We don't go, oh, number one, number two, whatever. We work through them, we get stuck in some, we move on to others, we move back, and everyone will be at, at, at a different stage at a different time. So let's have a look at what these stages are and give some examples of how it's linked to the coronavirus. First of all, there's denial, denying altogether. Then there's then there's anger of some sort, then there's a bargaining, then what you call depression, depression rather, or we could call lethargy, and then finally some form of, uh, of acceptance, if not adjustment. So denial. If you're Sydney-based, and even if you're not, if you're world-based, uh, we had on the first couple of weeks just people everywhere on Bondi Beach, even though we've been told, please, um, you know, let's get into social isolation. I totally deny it's going to be okay, only last a couple of weeks. So we tend to deny, we push it away because we just don't, we, we just feel we can't accept it. And then from there, we might move into anger. Now, not, once again, not everyone might feel it, but so, I know some people were very angry that they had to go home, that they couldn't go to work because a lot of their identity was tied up to what, what with work. There are people angry initially in what the government was doing. How come they're closing this down and this is going to kill my business forever? So you may have seen that. Then people started to bargain. Okay, well, okay, well, it'll only be a few weeks, and so I can rationalise that out. And if I go home for one day, for, for, for four days a week, I can come to work. And there's all this bargaining going on. Um, and then, of course, what might set in, and you may even go to this straight away, is a sense of lethargy or depression. I know people have said, you know what, I didn't get up to ten o'clock today. I'm always the first out of bed, or I stayed in pajamas all day, or I, my God, I haven't showered for a day. Now, once again, I'm not saying this is you, but this is typical of what happens. We just get into this lull of doing nothing, and then finally, often we 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 move into some form of acceptance. You know what? I've got to accept the reality of what this is and the reality that it might go longer than I think. And once I accept that, once I move into acceptance, then I can start looking at how I can better not have control over that, but have control over me and what I do and give myself and others more certainty. And it's not only certainty that I think this will give you. Because if you know that, wow, there is an end point here, um, that, uh, and for many of you that have been through grieving, and I've been through it myself, I mean, most of you know my story, the pain is always beneath the, 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 the surface, but you do move through. You do get back on, on the horse, as they say. Life does get a little bit easier. So the first thing I want to give you is a sense of, of certainty, to be certain that you may go through these patterns, that, that you know there's hope out there, and also that this can have a, a, a sense of meaning. And now I know what that means. Remember, of course, though, it's not linear. It doesn't go in a linear fashion. And you, may, you, you might be in a household and we're all you know, in, in lockdown where different people are at different stages in that same household. So there's a great degree of, of, of patience required. So what are the key takeaways from this? Well, number one is just to accept that you could be grieving. You could be grieving for what you've lost, which is normal grief. You could also be grieving for what you think you're going to loss, which is this anticipatory grief. The second uh, 
lesson also to do with acceptance is just accept and have a mindfulness that there are stages of grief and that you will slowly or quickly move through these and accept that they're not linear. And the third piece of acceptance, which I just think is probably the most important one, is accept that you may be at different stages than other people around you. Accept where you're at, but please be gentle, be be loving, be accepting that everyone in your household, and let's face it, we're all pretty much in, the, in our households together these days, may be at a different form, different stage, different acceptance of their own grieving through this trauma. So not only can this help your family, I'm really hoping this will help you personally and help your team. I can envisage you possibly sharing this with your team and then in a virtual meeting, just talking about where you're at. Does it make any sense? Again, if you can mention it, you can manage it. And I really hope by, by having this model and thinking about this model, it's gonna help you get a little bit more acceptance of the reality of where we are. I'm Paul Mitchell, find the passion, develop the skills, make the numbers, and make a difference, and most of all, keep safe.